Hello and welcome to our cubed episode 76 fucking redux. Welcome, welcome to El Paso's best motherfucking podcast. I had started recording at 11 fucking 11, approximately a half hour ago. And I was in the process of doing part two of this fucking episode and I lost the fucking audio because of the fucking Wi-Fi, man. So... Now the Wi-Fi fucked me over, so i got to redo this. So welcome to episode 76. It's Saturday, May 14th, 2021. Again, I started recording at 11.11, but now it's 10 till fucking noon. So we're going to do it this fucking way, I guess. So when I had started recording previously at 11.11, you would have heard a lot of fucking noise, that fucking cocksucker revving his engine all around here. And I was commenting on fucking Fate of the Furious or whatever the fuck the next Fast and the Furious movie is. I quipped, I made jokes about it. Fuck, I'm trying to recreate this from memory. So I said, welcome. Episode 76, Mark Cubed. Welcome to 38. I'm currently 38 years old now. Just turned 38. On Thursday, some people remembered, some didn't. I was actually not as angry or hostile or whatever or in a pissed off mood in the last half hour, but... Realizing that the fucking audio is gone does that to you. Day 411 without social media, quote unquote, even though I'm kind of on Snap. I'm on Twitter. I'm not lurking. I'm not creeping on Twitter. I'm, I am on Twitter, but follow the show's Twitter at, R, at Roaming Reigns with a Z at the end. I may change that bullshit to regular S since the show's Roaming Reigns with an S. El Paso's best motherfucking podcast. Also looking at an El Paso sticker. Anybody tweets, DMs, emails, reaches out, gets the sticker if you want it. I'll mail it to anywhere in the contiguous U.S. Contiguous. Not continental. Contiguous. Figure it out. 224 days until Christmas. 37 days of being employed. Almost 40 days. Snooch. 37. Even though I'm... No longer 37, but here we are. Fuck. It was, a, it was a good first half hour, man. I had energy. I was pumped. Had my almonds and shit. I was like, had the, the juices flowing, so I'm going to have to do this from scratch. So I was like, welcome. So I was talking about my birthday being on Thursday and what I've done so far and about Frank Five Day. I talked about Frank Five Day. Fuck. It was some good shit. It wasn't anything hateful or spiteful, but it was like... So after Frank Five Day... On the day that I was flying back to El Paso from Newark, lovely Newark, lovely dangerous Newark, only, only uh, dope, <laughs> like my ex, would book and stay in fucking Newark, which is a, as I heard, a war zone. So she got a place there, and I was like, nope, I'm gonna get a place in Red Bank, cause you know, use your fucking head. But anyway, before. I was to get on the plane and return to Denver, gross, Colorado. Before I was going to return to Denver, I stopped by Leonardo. I went to the quick stop and talked to the clerk there, the 2021 clerk working there. His name was John, who was a Kevin Smith fan, obviously, and took pictures of me outside the quick stop and chatted and stuff. That place is so fucking small. Also, I believe I mentioned that I signed a petition to make weed legal in Leonardo, Leonardo, but I did do that, and I talked to him about Kevin, and talked to him about Frank Five Day, and he's like, yeah, I was actually in there yesterday or the day before, he has a pull list at the stash, so 
guess he's a big Kevin fan, but and he's also a comic guy. Pull list, Jesus. And he said he was 37, and he still buys comics, so that's cool. I buy comics, too. I sell comics. I do not. I buy comics. But any hoozles, any hoozles. I did not say that in the first episode that I recorded. Fuck, fuck, man. I should have just fucking uploaded it quick. I don't know where the fuck. I should probably not put a whole bunch of people on this fucking <laughs> library Wi-Fi that I got. But I'm here in the bunker Saturday. I got up early today. I went to get a nasal swab. Again, why not? Because I did an exam for the city for employment at another department. Hopefully more money, but I did maths. I did math. And it was like English comprehension, spelling, punctuation, percentages, math. And all that good stuff. Critical thinking. So it was an 85 question exam. Calculator, number two pencils and stuff. I had tested there previously for the library, and when I went, it was like fucking almost 100 people crammed into this fucking room. Not 100, but, you know. And now it's like only like 10, 15 people at a time, and they're spaced out. You get your own fucking desk, and there's hand sanitizer, and blah, blah, blah. Everything's like more, you know, more aware of this after 2020, so, which is good. I enjoy that. By the way, I did talk about this. In the last episode, the CDC mandate for masks now is if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear the mask outside or indoors or outdoors. If you're fully vaccinated, you can go back to doing the things that you haven't been doing because of the lockdown. So that's my bed, by the way. Don't fucking get any ideas. But anyway. Yeah. You can have your opinion about it. I don't give a fuck about your opinion about the mask. I'm just going to tell you I'm going to wear mine. Even if at work they tell us, oh, you don't have to wear it anymore. It's fine. I'll fucking wear it. I'll wear the mask wherever the fuck I want to. Would I, Am I having, like, mask anxiety? Mm, not really. It's more like I'm one of those people that wore the motherfucker and... I'm here to say that that it works. It has worked for me, and that's all it is. is a little cheap piece of cloth or whatever with filters and shit, five filter, and, and I'm going to wear it, and that's it. That's it. There's nothing political about it. There's not, nothing about freedoms. It just it works for me, so I'm looking at it logically and with the science. So, again, if I want opinions, send me your opinions on the mask. At Roaming Reigns with a Z on Twitter or at no, no Nonsense Mofo. You know the fucking handles, but whoever reaches out about the sticker gets the fucking sticker for free. In the anywhere in the contiguous US. But speaking of Fast and the Furious, that motherfucker that made noise about an hour ago that I was fucking harping on. They just came out with a Fast and the Furious limited edition steelbook gift set, which I purchased. I got the last one too, so I went yesterday after going to see Zack Schneider's Army of the Dead, and that fucking movie was excellent, which is kind of why I started this re-up of episode 76, since I lost the first fucking half hour that I recorded. Fuck. But the cranberries is all I gotta say. I'm not gonna spoil it, but the cranberries. 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 As I'm looking again on my fucking four-color flag that's ultrographed. And I think I mentioned previously about my Tesdy calendar from 2019, which is still stuck in April. And the Walt 
and the Baron Von Flanagan mask that I got, which was autographed, that some fucking crazy broad sent me. And I also commented on the fact that Baron Von Flanagan, the Von, the Owen Von, is a pentagram. So I'm going to change the fucking 2019 part of this calendar. I don't even know if this calendar went out to Patreon or what. I don't I don't know. It doesn't really fucking matter to me, but the White Baron for Easter. Fuck that. And May, Cinco Tez de Mayo is now the Baron with the top hat. Like a fucking sugar skull, fucking what you call it? I wonder if the skull is like a real, real deal. But oh, the Tesdi calendar. What happens? Mother's Day, making hay dropped eleven years ago today, according to the fucking calendar. May fourteenth, making hay part one, twenty ten. So making hay dropped. Today's making hay day. Eh, not bad. I may tweet about it since, oh, he's back on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. It was also my birthday on Thursday. Did I mention that? My nieces got me gift cards to Dunkin' and Starbucks, so they know. They know I like fucking coffee, and I do. God, it's getting hot up here in this motherfucker. It's going to be 90 degrees, and I should have been done already, but fuck. I started recording at 11 and 11, and now this bullshit. Now, I hope I don't lose this, too, or I'm going to be fucking pissed, man, as I look upon my four-color vest, my four-colors vest, which has a shit ton of vests. I, like, fixed a lot of the patches, too, for for the trip, and, and they seem to, to keep. I just didn't get to wear it much because, like, well, it's fucking warm as shit at fucking Red Bank. I saw this this homie that came down from New York. He was wearing his leather vest and shit, and he was, like, fucking uncomfortable and taking it off and putting it on and taking it off. His vest is leather, man. It was not good vest weather in Red Bank, but it's all right. I saw things. I saw things. Also, what am I celebrating? Oh, 15 months of sobriety, so a year and three months today, the 14th. Not only am I 38. Is today the fucking 14th? No, today's the 15th. Fuck. I don't know why I said that last last segment is exactly 15 months. It's Saturday the 15th, Saturday, May 15th, 2021. I don't know why I wrote it wrong. But still, 411 days without socials, quote unquote. I also admitted last segment that I recorded that I have a TikTok, but I haven't used it. I'm not going to post shit. I'll leave that up to more capable people like BNN, like the homies, like... Amy, not chasing Amy, who I believe got Q to be in a TikTok with her. So now she's probably like TikTok famous, of course. But anyway, Frank Five Day was cool, man. And I also heard on the last episode of Tesdy how they didn't keep a pin for the case. Oh, I also remembered listening to that episode last week that I didn't take any pictures close up of the Tesdy case, but yeah. I was there. I was talking to Gidham, and I gave Gidham a lighter, and I gave Frank Five a Back to the Future shirt, which I think he mentioned, but that's cool. What was I going to say? Oh. So I'm on the Twitter. I'm not lurking. I'm not creeping. I'm there, but I'm not going to, like, fucking fall over myself to be on there and be like, notice me, worship me, fear me, fear me. Oh, um, I think that's when that was from Guy Ritchie's... 
revolver. The Fear Me. <laughs> I think it was a Ray Liotta. But uh, good times. Good times. Talk to the clerk up there at the quick stop. I think I mentioned that. I don't know if I'm mentioning this just now or I'm trying to remember what I talked about last half hour. It's going to be annoying. Oh, I also started off with some silver chair, but now I switched it to fucking cranberries just because Darkest Hour did a great cover. I think it was Darkest Hour that did a cover of the Cranberry Salvation, but it was all like metalcore and shit, and it was pretty awesome. So, little cranberries. Just by the way, I like cranberries. A lot of been feeling been feeling the '90s lately. So, also have my fucking blower fans up here because it's fucking hot. My fans. So I mentioned Silverchair and Frog Stomp, 1995 album, and how. I'm not into Pearl Jam, but I always thought that Tomorrow by Silverchair was Pearl Jam until I got that album from BMG from Columbia House, the 12 CDs for a penny. And then I also admitted that Statue of Limitations, right? Statute of Limitations. There's a fucking sinkhole in the backyard. Holy shit. Anyway, the, the Statute of Limitations on fucking Columbia House. So yeah, I was like, that's how I initially amassed my CD collection. Previous to that, my first couple albums were Metallica, Ride the Lightning, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication, and before that, cassette tapes, Michael, Jap Michael Jackson's Bad on cassette, Batman and Robin soundtrack for the fucking Smashing Pumpkin song, and fucking a Kiss, Kiss cassette. Kiss cassette. And now I don't know if I have any of those cassettes left. I should have fucking kept them, but ah, fuck. Anyway. So... What happened on my birthday? I guess you guys want to know since not everybody recognized or realized or remembered it was my birthday in comparison to last last year. <laughs> last year, falling fucking low of this year, nothing. But yeah, I'm just saying. It was a low-key birthday. No cake. No cake. My sisters know that I'm sugar-free and shit. No, or I don't know. I just didn't fucking care to buy a cake this year. Like my birthday 2020 was like my, my back was fucked up. And then this year, I'm fine, but they act like I don't exist, so it's cool. By they, I mean my sister's not not anyone on Twitter or socials or even my brother who forgot to text her. Or I don't know if you forgot. He probably just didn't. He's probably a little, a little sore at me because I didn't text him on his birthday. Or did I? I don't know. Welcome to the alienation pod. Alienant pod. Alienant form. Alienation pod. In this pod, you learn how to alienate your friends, your family, everyone. I mean, I'm fine with it if, if nobody reached out or if they did or if they couldn't or if they just... I'm not broken. Do you want to do my podcast? Also, have the birthday, too. I'll sing happy birthday. Do you want to do that? Before we get to that, I'd like to issue a formal invitation for AOW host, Bud, to resurrect the podcast, bring it back, and I'll humbly submit my name as the first guest coming back. You gotta have a dude guest, right? You gotta have a, you gotta have the, the dude angle. So, hopefully AOW comes back. I'm hoping, so shout out to them. Also, I think I made a mention, I made a mention in the, those are my nieces playing outside and shit. They're happy. They enjoy the sun. Anyway, I didn't get a card from them and nothing. They usually made me a card. I got gift cards, but that's it. Much appreciated. Well, the younger two, the oldest niece, nothing. Older sister, nothing. I did get 
bath and body works three-in-one hair face and body wash i got ocean spray body spray i got some pants i got some polos i ate some pancakes i actually on my birthday i got up early since it was my day off it was my floating holiday so i got my birthday off and last friday off so four-day weekend motherfuckers paid not the weekend but thursday and friday but anyway i got up early my regular time at five and change and made tea made oatmeal then started out headed out went to the fucking post office they opened at nine i got there and surprisingly didn't have to wait much and i think i also mentioned this previous episode that i lost just now fuck so irked that i lost the fucking episode because now i gotta record three segments instead of two and then recap the lost segment and then you know go into the second one fuck it improvising improvise roman improvise so before i continue on with the shenanigans for my birthday i made mention of how i said what's up to nikki bronco and i was like hopefully you'll be able to create the green ooze bleeding logo of roman reigns of our cubed put it on one of one of your nifty snapbacks if not cool also speaking of snapbacks it was kind of weird to hear that ming was selling fucking comic book men caps out of his trunk at the fucking rank five day line and shit Ming just showed up to smooch with the chicks. Smooch or smooch? Smooch or snooch? What do you call it? Smooching? I don't know. Rubbing elbows. Whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck. With the chicks in the line. And the chicks were there for it. Whatever. I think also in the last pod I mentioned, I saw Dave Weimer from Cult of Dave there with, with the homegirls. BNN. Breaking and entering. BNN. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen him in a while, but it was weird to see Dave with super long hair. He didn't see you. They didn't see me, actually. It's like I saw them. I was like, like I could fucking reach out and, and uh, extend my hand to people, but they didn't notice me at all. Talking about Dave and, and them. I just I didn't know he was going to be there. I don't know. Didn't coordinate anything, but it was cool to see him nonetheless. I wish Chris, 13% of Chris had been there and I would have hung out with her. She's She's really awesome. I hope to see her again. And the Weimer fam over there. Cult of Dave Pod. I think I also mentioned something about staring at Ladondo's original artwork here and how he has a painting for sale. 75 bucks shipped to the contiguous U.S. And go listen to his podcast, The Hoof. Go listen to my homie Julie's podcast, Toast Milady. <laughs> go listen to Chill Shivers and Goosebumps, obviously. Big proponent. Shout out to my homegirl, Amy, who still hasn't listened from California, still doesn't, doesn't listen to this show. Who else? A lot of people don't listen to my podcast. Oh, and I mentioned I mentioned something about mourning the loss of listeners because we're, we're over 2,000 plays. People were over 2,092 plays as of when I started recording an hour ago. No, but it's all good, man. It's all good, man. We win some, lose some. Just like Johnny Depp said in Fear and Loathing, no, 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 learn to enjoy losing. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I remember when we first watched Fear and Loathing, my friend, my brother, and I would do the Johnny Depp voice here. I just kind of like the Scott Stapp singing voice. And then many years later, he met this guy, became his friend, friend of friends. The guy's name was John Sumford. Not like he's going to listen, but... 
by the way, this is El Paso's best motherfucking podcast. But so the guy John, he would talk like this, like a uh, hundred times. From, yeah, sure. So, uh, my brother and I would sort of, you know, back and forth as this guy John. But it was hilarious. Burp. So anyway, I went to the post office, picked up some shit. Amazon stuff, which is irksome that the fucking post office doesn't bring this to the door. Lazy fucks. By the way, I got an exercise, a padded exercise yoga gym mat. It's downstairs. Can't wait to use it. Yoga's back. I have been doing yoga yesterday and the day before. I did yoga actually before going to see Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. And that shit is fucking awesome. I don't give a fuck what you say. I The only downside is I forgot to change and wear my Dawn of the Dead shirt to Army of the Dead, but fucking respect. And by Dawn of the Dead, I mean George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Great fucking movie. Brutal, gory and shit. Really well done. Like vintage Zack Snyder and shit. So all I got to say is I'm not going to ruin it. It's going to come out next week, but I already watched it. I would prefer to have seen this in the big screen, so I'm glad I did. I did this once before with The Irishman two years ago when I was still at the library. After work on a Saturday, I went to see The Irishman way before it came out in, in uh, on Netflix. And even then, I was like, why don't they just release these uh, in theaters instead of Netflix with me? And now it's weird. It's like people are like, is this going to be streaming or can I go watch it? Because HBO is doing that shit. HBO Max. Who are not a sponsor of the show and neither are Netflix. Neither is Duncan or Starbucks or anyone. Anybody want to sponsor this? Please, please, Anchor, find me a sponsor. Thank you to Spotify and thank you to Anchor. Fuck you, SoundCloud. So, what else did I talk about? Mm. Oh, I've been... I've been finding an oasis. I've been finding solace, my my respite from the week and the previous week in Tezji Town. I've been falling, falling. I've been finding solace in jazz music and reading. I've been reading Stephen King's The Talisman. I actually read some of that at the post office while I'm lying. And I'm only like 30 pages in, but yeah. I like to savor the word. I like to savor the music. The jazz music I'm hearing, the words. Imagining everything, using my imagination, fucking using my brain to fucking read, which a lot of people don't do anymore. And I like to enjoy my tea and my oatmeal and have a good time, you know? So I was enjoying that. What was I going to say? I was going to talk about more about Frank Five Day, about how they only made 100 lithographs and 100 pins, and I wanted to send one back, but Walt apparently got to send one back so and I also expressed regret and not getting pictures with the guys when those are for five minutes I would have and I also talked about how I think I may have been interviewed for the Patreon shit for Frank Five Day and whether I make the final cut or not I don't really give a shit if I do or not if I do cool if I don't fine if you see me on there let me know if you don't whatever I'm not doing it for the likes man or the fans I think I mentioned stuff about my fucking Boba Fett backpack and my Kiss Creatures of the Night shirt that got one of the cameraman's attention. It wasn't Victor, I don't think. I only got to see Victor from afar. I didn't get a chance to talk to him or anything. I'm sure the guys were busy. I understand that. But this other cameraman, who I think is probably one of Chuck's homies or helpers or someone, but he is like, nice shirt, nice backpack, bro. And I'm not making fun of him. He was just really enthusiastic and made it 
easy to talk to. So he's like, talk about how far you fucking travel and shit and blah, blah, blah. And I did, and I tried to be a little succinct and concise. I had my mask on, so I didn't take my fucking mask off. So it doesn't fucking matter to me. I was like, no, I'm not taking my fucking mask off. It's better, I guess, if they they do leave it in and, and I'm wearing my mask, but fuck it. So I expressed that I traveled 2,500-something miles to be there and fucking slept overnight at the Denver airport and blah, 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 and I don't know. I wasn't trying to make it interesting or be like, you know, he's a, he's a character. I don't know. I guess I just need filler, but whether I'll make the cut or not is fine. But So moving on from that, I did have fun, Frank Five Day, you know, all things considered. You know, left with my head held up high. It's like, all right. And, I'm, and I, I think I mentioned this previously in the segment that I just lost, but I was like, um, no ill will, no hatred, no fucking, ah, fuck your, I don't harbor any ill will. I'm, I'm getting old, man. So I don't, I don't need those bad vibes. If it's cool, it's cool. If it's not, fuck it. All I know is knowledge has always been my curse. There's known stuff. And also, you know, I'm trying to put good out now, so I'm not going to be like, eh, fuck this guy, or this, that. No, there he is. There's that motherfucker on last. That was a chopper. Before, I think, was actually a, a fucking muscle car or something, but these motherfuckers, I think I expressed before, I was like, go find a fucking racetrack, you motherfuckers. But I think I will start. I'll start the fucking... I'll start the shit again. What will I start again? Since I only have two minutes, I'll start fucking silver chair. I'll start tomorrow and then hopefully save this fucking episode because goddamn, bro. Don't lose this fucking episode, man. I don't want to record tomorrow. Oh, and I think I talked about taking my mom to Long John Silver's for Mother's Day and and there being a bunch of old people there, and it being the first time me and her had been out in an actual restaurant. And then I took her to the park next to my work, and she enjoyed that. She had a good Mother's Day. I got her a card. Uh, an Elastigirl Incredibles card, signed by everybody. And I don't know what, my, what the fuck my sisters got her, but fuck it. I like to make it a communal thing, where the whole family signs one card instead of multiple cards. By the way, it's hot as shit up here in the bunker, so I'm going to go cool off, get some water. Would uh, talk some more shit. Actually, I'm not talking shit. Still, tweet at Roman Reigns. Tweet at No Nonsense Mofo. Probably going to tweet this episode out and be like, the regretful episode that wasn't. Alienate. Ant. <laughs> ant. Alien ant farm alienation or some shit. I don't know. Enjoy some silver chair while I return. In a moment. Love you guys. Orale. Watch out.
Episode 76. My <laughs> my niece is listening. Episode 76. She does that sometimes. Welcome to episode 76, side B for Bitties. Anyway, I'm back. I was checking an eBay auction for a fucking Watchmen Director's Cut fucking steelbook and I got sniped. Pieces of shit. Anyway, it did help me remember what I was talking about about an hour ago and shit and thankfully this fucking first segment the the fucking segment for memory did save this time motherfucking internet <sighs> but anyway i was talking about going to get pancakes for my birthday at denny's the free grand slam after going to the post office and this is el paso's best motherfucking podcast by the way not sponsored by denny's or ihop or anyone else but anyway oh string cheese is he going to eat fucking string cheese on mic? Fucking A, I am. The good thing about that is it's not that noisy. Oh, by the way, I learned the true identity, the true names of my neighbor's pit bulls, by the way. The mother pit bull, her name is Bulma from Dragon Ball Z. The son, Pitbull, who now tries to fuck Bulma, or does, in a strange, incestuous Pitbull relationship. The son's name is Hershey. Such an unoriginal name for a fucking all-black, monochromatic, black Pitbull. Considerably larger than Bulma. Still, she birthed him. Now he fucks her. Oedipal. Oedipal complex at his best. If you don't know what that is, fucking look it up. Oedipal complex. Oedipal Complex, Oedipus Rex. If you've never read The Great Tragedy of Oedipus Rex, I feel sorry for you. Oedipal Complex, when the son has the propensity or the disturbed impulse to fuck the mother. Electro Complex is when the daughter has the disturbed propensity to fuck the father. Those are based in ancient plays? Do I want to say Greek plays? I believe they're Greek. That's how I learned it in fucking middle school. It's funny that we read these plays in middle school about Oedipus trying to fuck his mother, and I think he does, and then Electra wants to fuck her dad, and she does. Facts. String cheese. So, this fucking Pitbull's trying to fuck his mother, she's probably going to end up pregnant. She got fucked by some fucking short little tiny runt fucking neighborhood stray dogs. She had the ugliest fucking puppy ever. A short little motherfucker that looks like a chihuahua mixed with a pit bull fucking long ears. He looks like the fucking mogwai, the evil mogwai gremlins from Gremlins to the new batch, the black and white ones. That, that fucking thing looks like. And that's what the stray dogs in the neighborhood look like, but anyway... Enough, enough about the twisted dog breeders next door. So I talked about not having pancakes for over a year. My niece is fighting. 
in between their gymnastics and tumbling virtual class. Hopefully they get the vaccine since the CDC just opened it up for 12 to 15 year olds. And I think my two oldest nieces can get the vaccine. The youngest, I think she'll have to wait a little bit. But it's good, thankfully. Everything's good as far as health-wise, thank God. And again, I will still wear my mask. And that's it for the string cheese, I promise. But anyway, so I went to the post office, got my ship, didn't have to wait. I was getting some decaf coffee and almonds that I ordered from Amazon. And TP, because this time last year, everybody was like flustered, like, how are we going to wipe our fucking ass? And now everyone's like, how are we going to fill up our tanks? I saw a video of a man and a woman fucking in a fist fight at a gas station in the East Coast over cash shortages. They wanted equality, right? Again, this program does not condone violence against women, punching and all that bullshit, but come on. I've been in those types of situations with fucking smart loudmouth fucking women and survived i was at an albertson's once or what you call a save on or one of those stores and i was buying something and this lady was getting a two liter from wherever the fuck and she spilled it and it made a mess and i was walking by and in retrospect i was like i shouldn't have said anything i should have just kept it myself but i was like oh nice and that's all i said nice and say, oh, you dumb cunt. Right? Nothing to her. I just said, oh, nice. And she's like, excuse me? Is that sarcasm? Are you being sarcastic? I'm like, no, of course not. She's like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I said I'm not being sarcastic. I probably was, but she went on like a fucking parakeet. And I was like, uh, you still have to get somebody to clean that. So good day to you. So women, their talons are always out and ready to go. I don't go to Albertsons much, even though there's now an Albertsons, Albertsons super close. I've been going to the Alamo Draft House a lot. They haven't been giving me, they haven't been giving me any rewards, any birthday rewards and shit. I'm literally supporting their theater. Anyway, I saw Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, and fuck, it was badass. I like. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. I thought it was gonna be eh, corny. I mean, his Dawn of the Dead was pretty badass. Do I have fucking Dawn of the Dead here? Land of the Dead. I thought I had Land and Dawn of the Dead. I have Day of the Dead. I had George Romero's Dawn of the Dead on DVD, but now I don't know where the fuck it is. And I think I have a Land of the Dead here somewhere. I gotta fucking find it. I'll be annoyed if I can't find it. I haven't even watched... I haven't finished the Monsters TV series, Tales from the Dark Side, the complete series, fucking... The Babadook, I have that. Fucking a Zombie 12 disc set. Zombie movies, Candyman. I haven't watched Candyman. I need to find Land of the Dead. And I know I got Survival of the Dead, and I know I have Diary of the Dead somewhere. In case you didn't know, I like zombie movies. And Rob Zombie movies. Speaking of, I saw this weird movie that I heard on the Movie Crypt podcast with Adam Green and Joe Lynch, directors, horror directors, outtours. This movie called Psycho Gorman. And I watched it last night, except for the ending. I don't know what the fuck happened, but it was pretty cool. It's like this brother and sister, they're they're young kids and they're playing outside and they find like this fucking rock. They dig in their backyard and they find this rock and there's like this fucking weird Cenobite, Cenobite, Cenobite fucking monster and shit. 
it's a gory movie, but it's you know it has kids, it has puppets, it has like fucking practical horror effects and shit, and it's pretty fucking awesome. It's called Psycho Gorman, and I think it's a Shutter type of movie and shit. So I like those. I'm gonna have to watch the ending again after I cut this. Hopefully, hopefully this shit records. But there's my movie recommendation. I am also currently on season a thirteen of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I had to watch the only season that the library doesn't have on Hulu and then get the last season of It's Always Sunny that they do have, season 13, and I'm currently halfway through that. And then I'll I'll, I'll be jumping to season 14 back on Hulu. So the library doesn't have that. I also watched the first original black and white Gojira movie, and that shit was excellent. Unfortunately, my niece didn't watch that with me. She did finally want to watch fucking Godzilla vs. Kong, but that shit was gone from HBO Max. I was like, fuck. I also rented this movie for her since she likes these, like, dog-centric movies, like these feel-good, like, Christian-y type of movies or whatever, like A Dog's Journey, A Dog's Purpose, A Dog's Blah Blah Blah. So this movie was called Hero Dog, and it stars Natasha Henstridge from the Species movies as a concerned aunt, and then this guy, who everybody else is a no-name except for her, She's barely in it. She gained a little bit of weight. She looks thick, but she still looks good. Like I would let her species me. I would let her like fucking <laughs> I would let her fucking mate with me and then fucking kill me. I mean, species. If you if you haven't seen it, fucking mid nineties fucking horror flick with Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen as the hero and Alfred Molina as the guy that she fucks and then rips his fucking head off, so so I was like surprised. I told my niece, I didn't tell her the specifics, but I'm like, the aunt, she actually played a killer alien in a movie in the 90s. She's like, oh yeah? She didn't care. She'll probably see it later. But um, So this hero dog starts off as this guy. He's like an ex... He's like a vet or whatever. And he's going... He's chartering a boat. He's blind. And he's going to visit his sister, who's been taking care of his kids since he's blind. They live in the country. He lives in the city. And on this boat trip in the beginning, the captain, Captain Hobbs is his name, who happens to be the shop owner for the Goosebumps Haunted Mask movie, if you've ever seen that movie in the 90s. It's the same old man. He's still alive. This is a 2020 or 2021 production, so I'm glad to see that that guy's alive, the old man. The Captain Hobbs, he has a heart attack, falls down. By the way, the, the dog's name is Chinook. Which is the weirdest fucking name for a husky. Black and white husky. So every time there's a husky, and of course my sister got her daughter's a husky, Hamadalo. So every time they see a husky, they they swoon. They fill up with glee. So my niece is like, oh, cool. So I got her to pay attention to some of that movie. So the boat crashes. The captain suffered a heart attack. He didn't die. He's still alive. The blind guy, he has to be marooned on the ship. And in retrospect, all he had to do was stay on the ship and they would fucking come and get him. But no, he gets off the fucking boat with the dog into a stream, into a lake, or a tributary, or a river. My niece is fighting. And gets lost in the woods. So by the end of the movie, you realize if he had stayed in the ship with the captain, they would have fucking rescued, rescued him sooner. But he fucking got out of there with the dog, a flare, a life jacket, some supplies, and Chinook. And he kind of guides him through the perils of the woods. At one point, he fucking stops him for plummeting to his death, for walking from one edge 
of a precarious spot to the other. So the dog kind of guides him with whimpers and barks so that he jumps and doesn't die. Anyway, it's it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Plus, just the scenes with Natasha Henstridge. It's like, okay, I know what she looks like without, you know. And Species, she's, you know, money shots. But, uh, so this is Ant Species. <laughs> she, she's aged surprisingly well, I gotta say. Oh, there's a scene where it's her and the park ranger, like, going to look for the kids. And a fucking wolf attacks the park ranger and fucking, like biting on his hand or some shit and she shows up and fucking whacks the wolf in the face and the wolf just magically runs away oh there's also a scene where a mountain lion is about to attack the fucking blind guy but the dog fucking alerts him to it so he fucking shoots a flare into a tree and then another one over the mountain cat or mountain lion and scares it the fuck away so there's that fun stuff so i've been watching that gojira what else what else did i get i got tales from the crypt season two that's that's all they had at the library so i need to watch that I watched, oh, The War with Grandpa with De Niro and Uma Thurman, some Tarantino alumni, a fucking silly comedy with about old old people and family, which is cool because it's Bob De Niro, Academy Award winner, fucking Uma Thurman. I think she was nominated. I don't know if she won. And Christopher Walken's in this, so it's like a fucking Deer Hunter reunion for them, which I have the Deer Hunter, but I haven't watched it. And it's also Cheech Marine is Orale, one of the friends, and Cheech <laughs> dresses up as a thug to scare some kids in middle school. It's Christopher Walken and Robert De Niro intimidating middle school teens. So those are my movie picks. I haven't watched wrestling. I haven't watched Blood and Guts, AEW. I've only watched watched one Raw from like a month ago, so I'm kind of like not up to par on wrestling. I wish I could watch AEW, I mean AEW, A and E, WWE Legends, because apparently it's all the talk now with fucking, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the Macho Man documentary. Excuse me, my coffee went down the wrong hatch. Nisa's still fighting. By the way, if you have like a coughing fit and you're at the movies and shit, you should swallow gulps of air. <coughs> Also, by the way, shout out to Smodfan for, again, setting up the puppet theater screen, which is pretty fucking awesome to see it on the big screen. And also to see Q, like, just face-to-face without having to wait in line or anything, just go up to him and be mellow and chill. And that's one of the reasons I didn't want to interject and seem like a fanboy and be like, sorry, dude, you're the fucking president, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know. Did I talk about going to see live music again for the first time in a while? I think I did. I think I mentioned it on the last episode, or maybe the one that recorded, but did go to watch live music last Saturday, I believe, with a good friend. And I think it was her boss's kids or something, and just watching the, the music scene here in town. It was my first live music thing in like over a year. Like the last band I went to see was Darren Miller. 96 Bitter, Bitter Beings, the frontman of XCKY and World Underblood. So that was pretty cool. It's like 96 Bitter Beings. I think it was Alicia from Nebraska, the homie Alicia, who suggested or reminded me that I loved CKY and that I respect Darren Miller. So that was the last show I went to officially and the last show that I drank at because this one, this local show, which was at a dive bar that's in the side of the mountain, which again, 
infinitely better than <laughs> the Dublin house is a little tiny house with a patio. So it's claustrophobic as shit. But this dive bar built into the side of a mountain to me was just pretty cool because you can see into Mexico and shit. And, and I like these, I like the, the scenic views of these bars as opposed to tiny little house bars with little patios and fucking. Oh, so that tall, bald guy was a bouncer at the Dublin house. The guy that looked like he was the singer for fucking Demon Hunter. He looked like a Swede. I know who the fuck that guy was. He didn't look happy, but yeah. So I was sober there at the Dublin house. I just got a Diet Coke, and I was like, I'm out. Laters. But I did see a lot of people, and people saw me. But that's not what I was talking about, so live music. Oh, and I also think I mentioned last segment that I got tickets to Megadeth, Lamb of God, Trivium, and In Flames, In Flamin. Swedish band, one of the one of the main originators of the melodic death metal sound. One of those that I've been listening to and fucking enjoying for 20 years. Half my fucking life, so I'm going to get to see them and meet them finally and maybe bring a Horacle t-shirt for them to sign and shit. And it's all good. And this concert in August, so I may still wear a mask. May. No, I'm going to. And I got pretty good seats, like, side of the stage and shit, so they're not that expensive. It's, it's going to be, like, my first real, like, big arena-type show. I think the last time, while I was still working at the library, KISS was supposed to come to town, like, at the beginning of 2020, but they canceled because of the fucking Rona, so that's weird. I could have gone to see KISS, too. I still will. I feel like when KISS does return, I will go see them. When Fozzie comes to town, I'm going to see that. When Wrestling comes to town, I'm going to see that. I saw that they AW had booked some shit in Rio Rancho, New Mexico, but fuck, man. Rio Rancho is like fucking kind of far, man, but still I would have gone. Double or nothing later on this year, so I think I'm going to watch that. Double or nothing. It's like the, the yearly pay-per-view. I, I thought about like getting flights and going to Jacksonville and shit, but going to Jacksonville is fucking, it's kind of a a trek. Says the guy who was just in fucking New Jersey. I should have gone to fucking Buda, Texas to see Dave LaGreca fucking fight Thunderosa instead of fucking going to Jersey. Nah, I don't want to say should have, but I'm a listener of Busted Open, the host, Dave LaGreca. It's a wrestling Sirius XM show podcast and shit. But And Thunderosa, she's pretty fucking awesome female wrestler. And she's based out of Texas, so I should have gone to that. It was the same weekend, but I chose Tesdy Town. And it was on a Saturday, too, and I could have just gone to, where was it? I think it's close to, like, San Antonio or something, and then just drive down. To, I should have stayed in Texas. No. Again, I don't know regrets. I think I mentioned also in the last episode from over an hour ago that I have one El Paso sticker. So if anybody wants to tweet, DM, email, whatever, reach out, I will mail this to you. And it's at Roaming Reigns with a Z, or at No Nonsense Mofo. I'm going to tweet out the link to this, so y'all better catch it. So, thoughts about Frank Five Day? Well, it was fun. It was cool. Should have gotten pictures. Glad I stayed sober. Glad I didn't uh, fall, you know, into the fucking spider web of the fucking more color Facebook group. The cool kids. As far as that goes, they, they're annoying, but they're not as annoying as I thought they would be. They're certainly not as annoying as the fucking <laughs> the people that I've met previously on fucking 
IJ cruises or previous fucking events and shit. But not everybody was there. Is another thing. Because I know when shit opens up again, when they fucking do this again, everybody and their fucking mother, especially the older Edna Mode fan groupy motherfuckers are going to be there. But eh, as far as the Four Color Facebook group, it's the same fucking group of people all the same goddamn time. The same people that have been going there for forever at the old stash. Thankfully for me, none of them spotted me because I wore a mask. I mean, they may have seen me sitting out in the fucking bench in front of the stash and shit. And and I did. And I was there like a fucking, what was it? Friday, Saturday, Saturday on Sunday. But, I mean, I don't regret holding on to my sobriety. I feel pretty good. What's that song called? I feel good. Oh, I think I also mentioned what? Making hay. Today's making hay day according to this Tesdi calendar. And also the Baron Von Skull and the fucking mariachi pants and the fucking fluffy shirt and the fucking cape and shit. The Baron. Making heyday today, huh? Who would have thought? So, yeah. What did I write here? Oh, I also got my lab results and shit. I went to the doctor to get lab results that Saturday. And, by the way, clean bill of health. He said, I am as clean as a newborn babe. So, all the STI works up, workups, all this stuff, all the sugar's good, iron's good, my tea level's good. I think I mentioned that last podcast. I don't know. But, you know, there's a whistle, no STIs, no nothing. Pressure's good, cholesterol's good, everything's good. I think I weighed myself at the doctor's, and then I also, there's a scale at work, and I've kind of been logging my weight during the week, except for the days when I'm not there. So, my goal is to drop another 10, and I will do it too. Oh, I didn't mention this before, it was kind of annoying, but there was this fucking guy, there was this AW Mark when I went to the doctor last Saturday, fucker in an AW cap and a fucking switchblade J white shirt. Still my era shirt. Man, fuck off. But that asshole was parked in the handicap spot without a handicap thing. And I have a handicap pass that my mom lets me borrow because she I want to have to drive her and shit. So all the spots were taken in front of the doctor's office, so I had to park a little bit far and out of the way, which I didn't mind. But this fucking Mark was there. I guess he was there for a fucking checkup or they do like a swab test there or some shit. I don't fucking know, but he was there. He was like going in and out of his fucking shitmobile, but with this AEW cap and this fucking switchblade shirt. Fuck out of here. I have AEW shirts. I have fucking Moxley shirts. I have fucking Brody Lee shirts. I think I'll wear one today, but but it's making heyday, so should I wear fucking Brian Johnson shirt? Should I, should I wear the fucking Gildan heavy cotton shirts? Or I don't know. By the way, at the Alamo Draft House, like I've, I've been wearing my fucking Boba Fett shirt from Target, the navy blue one with the picture of Boba Fett. It's actually Timothy Oliphant in the fucking Boba Fett armor from the first episode. So I've been wearing that, so I got props. Everywhere I go, it's like, eh, cool shirt, cool shirt, cool shirt, cool shirt. At Target where I got it, I, I heard cool shirt. At the draft house, when I was going to show my virtual ticket to the lady at the counter who was letting me into Army of the Dead, I was like, oh, cool shirt, cool shirt. Thank you. By the way, the draft house is pretty awesome. I think I'll just, even though there's a theater like five minutes away, I think I'll keep going to the draft house just because the popcorns are better. But I do want to go back to Cinemark eventually because, embarrassingly, the last movie I saw there was a joke movie, but fuck that. Speaking of Saw, the book of Saw is out the fucking spiral. 
I think I need to do a marathon again now that I got fucking saw in 4K. Got the steelbook. Speaking of steelbooks that I got for this week. Fast and Furious 20th Anniversary Limited Edition gift set. Got the last one. Saw and Rated Steelbook, Train to Busan Steelbook, Highlander, the Highlander Steelbook. Speed just came out in Steelbook. Dark Crystal, Dirty Dancing. Schindler's List. Yes, I got that. I heard it's somebody's favorite, but I don't give a shit. I don't want to say Schindler's List is my favorite, but it's a it's a pretty strong Spielberg movie, but cool. Oh, by the way, I played some Friday the 13th, the game on my birthday, and I killed some counselors, didn't I? I did. Felt good. It's a cathartic thing, motherfuckers. What else? Uh, Mission Possible, Fallout, and 4K. So I got two Fallout steelbooks, the original and then the 4K one, which I didn't have. And yeah, steelbooks like a motherfucker. So what? So what? Guys got to have a hobby. Mine is steelbooks, comics, books, movies, CDs, CDs, nuts. Oh, and I've been listening to Abbey Road a lot ever since Walt mentioned it. And also Walt mentioned The Who and uh, Mark Costello, the music. So Abbey Road has been spinning in my car. I'm going to have to return it pretty soon, but it's it's a good fucking album. It's a weird album. It's got some grooves. It's got some silly songs, but I like it. So Abbey Road, the Beatles, the Beatles. What else? Mm, oh, I, I heard Ruby May and the Slut with Morals. He finally uploaded an episode. It's the most fucking depressing thing I ever heard, man. I'm not shitting on her, but what the fuck? And for a 23-minute episode, it's like, okay, man. So she's like, hey... Mm, eh, eh, she'll never hear this. Oh, what the fuck? It's depressing, dude. It's just like a, it's like a downer episode. She's like, so school's been kicking my ass. Nursing school, and I get it. Get it. Everybody's in nursing school, and it's hard. And I guess it is. And it must be hard with kids. Yeah, I know that too. So it's with that, and she's like, so I recorded a podcast with some guys, and now she's obsessed with some local fucking band in Dallas, and I heard them, and they're all right. I guess they do covers and shit. They do covers of Papa Roach. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to 2000. And I've seen Papa Roach live, and I like Papa Roach, but a cover band, eh, I don't know. Support your local music scene. Also, Tommy Lincoln likes Austin, Texas radio. Cool. Tommy, Mr. Stay Fresh, homie, if you're ever in town, be my guest. I'll, I'll show you around El Paso, but it's kind of cool. Like, even somebody from Syracuse, New York, New York, enjoys Austin, Texas radio. And I, I feel like I will be back in Austin soon, too. I should have gone for the fucking movies pop-up, but mm, I could have, too. I had the time off, but I was like, eh, I got to fucking drive. I got to fucking pay to see Jay and Bob screened and then fucking pay for food. And it would have been like a $60 ticket plus whatever the cost of gas or... Because I'm not flying to Austin. I could fly to Austin, but driving... I, I could drive across Texas, but I would probably rent a car instead of using my fucking car. But who knows? I don't know about driving on my own and then driving back. And, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like now I got the, the uh, I don't want to say the bug, but the penchant for flying. So. And with that, I'll leave you with, guess what? Still not usurped. Still here. Still feeling good. No ill will. Karma gets everyone in the end. I'm mellow now. If you listen, good. If you don't listen, fine. If you want to reach out, you can. If you don't, that's fine too. I'll be on Twitter. The Twitter is at Roaming Reigns with a Z. Oh. 
and at no nonsense mofo. So enjoy that. I love you guys. I love y'alls. How about some? What shall we leave you guys with now? What shall we leave you guys now? Uh, yeah, why not? You can go with this. You can go with that. You can go with this. You can go with cranberries. Cranberries and a little. The cranberries. Let's do zombie acoustic. Why not? Okay. That's the best motherfucking podcast, and I shall return next week. Till then, I love you guys. Stay zombies. Al rato, orale, vatos, leaders.